0: Work hard, play hard, watch what you eat, don't forget to sleep, oh, and hit the gym four times a week.
1: We know what we're supposed to do, but how do you make it happen when life gets in the way?
0: This is our attempt at turning the expert's advice into daily habits. This This is is making Making Life Fit. Welcome to a special Wine Wednesday episode appropriately recorded with a glass of wine in hand, and we are talking about how your favorite drink can fit into your healthy life. I am happily fitting this glass of rosé into my day. This glass of rosé is making me very happy, and it fits my macros. Yes, yes. I love
1: when it fits the
0: macros.
1: (laughs) I also accounted for mine today, so I'm pretty pumped about this, and it's a
0: solid eight ounces or so. There you go. Cheers Cheers. to that. So even if you aren't tracking macros, it is a good idea to understand how choosing to drink fits into your lifestyle and making sure that you are enjoying it in a healthy way. For those of you who are tracking, we have the rundown on how to track your alcohol and a handy tool that will help.
1: Yes. so if you are counting macros... You know to track your carbs, fat, and protein, but what you may not realize is that your app probably doesn't account for the actual alcohol in your favorite drink. And if you remember our macros episode, we did tell you that alcohol is the fourth macro. You do actually have to count that alcoholic macro into either fats or carbs. So even if the drink you bought is advertising that it's only got two grams of carbs, You can't go by that. You actually have to calculate the amount of alcohol that is in the drink and then a lot for that amount of carbs or fats into your day. So you can account for those calories that you're drinking.
0: So my cab is a carb. Or a fat. Yeah, but cab as a card has a better ring to it. (laughs) It does sound good. I, I like the
1: ring to it. But lucky for you, you don't have to do the math on your own, especially in situations like wine when you don't know the ABV. So I found out about this website and which is now an app a few years ago and it is called Working Against Gravity or WAG. and what's really awesome about it is you go to the website or the app and you enter in the amount aka volume of what you are drinking for so for my rosé it would be eight ounces and then you would also enter in the ABV and it would actually calculate fat and carb macro ratio breakdown for you. And if you don't know the ABV of the drink that you are drinking, you can just do it by total calories. So for example, when I mentioned a lot of those beers or seltzers that say they only have two grams of carbs and you have to track more than that, you know the total caloric value of it. A light beer, for example, runs about 110, 105 calories. You could enter that in and it will do the macro split for you that way. And there's a nice little slider. And so you can say, nope, I want it to be all carbs or all fats or a split in between.
0: Yeah, which is nice, because sometimes you do have, especially on days that I run, I will, you know, maybe want those extra carbs, even though those carbs don't really have the nutritional density. But we can pretend sometimes, right? Yes. (laughs) So it's pretty obvious from this conversation and several of our posts on social media that we do choose to drink. We have chosen to make that part of our healthy lifestyle. But I do think that we should touch on the fact that we, especially as we have gotten older... Try to be smart about how much and how frequently we imbibe.
1: Yeah, and like we said earlier, even if you're not counting macros, watching your alcohol intake and enjoying the moderation is important to your overall health.
0: Also worth noting, while your favorite beverage is liquid, it should not count towards your water intake for the day. Aw, oh, man. <laughs> yes, you are. this is not a Jesus moment. You're not turning water into wine and being able to count that. In fact, you should probably drink more water to make sure that you stay hydrated while drinking.
1: Especially if you're now over 30 and when you drink, you get two-day hangovers.
0: Also maybe try to avoid consuming enough alcohol to get a two-day hangover, but you know, sometimes things happen.
1: And sometimes it doesn't take much depending on what I had to eat or drink or what I did the day that I'm drinking, but yes, moderation in general is key. and. Two things there. First, the amount of alcohol that is recommended by experts does differ between men and women, with women being able to have less. So it's even more important for Kat and myself, for example, to be careful with the amounts that we drink. The other thing to think about is, if you are choosing to add alcohol into your healthy lifestyle, moderation is important when you want to have a training day the next day. You wanna get up and go to that morning class. You wanna have a great lip session. Probably don't wanna have a binge night of drinking the night before because it's probably going to really impact your output and whether or not you even show up for said class.
0: <laughs> Very true. The other thing, and this is something that I didn't know until probably a year or two ago, was most experts will say don't go to happy hour before a workout. So the whole idea of I'm going to have this beer and then I'll burn it off, not only depending on how long before your class going to a workout class or going to the gym even a little buzzed not smart but even if it's several hours after it can impact your performance and how well you are able to appropriately work out
1: but having a drink after said class totally fine i used to read arnold schwarzenegger used to have beers after he lifted
0: there you go (laughs) there you go And then the other thing is, if you choose not to drink, that is totally okay. You should never feel pressure to drink just because it is a social activity.
1: And if you're someone who does want to just have a glass in your hand to kind of enjoy when you're out or among with friends, there is a new product category, Gaining Momentum, for non-alcoholic mocktails. And you were telling me, I think it was last week, that someone from your school
0: started one, right? Yeah, a woman who did her MBA at my university started a company called FOMO. We can post about them on the page. Yeah. They make several flavors of mocktails, including like a mimosa, and then there was like a pineapple one. And they're making them to not only be sold at bars and restaurants, but also direct-to-consumer. I haven't gotten to try them. They're still in pre-launch. But it's something that I would definitely try in the future.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've tried stuff like that before where they they send the mocktail in a little glass to you. And, you know, perhaps the jar will say add one ounce of whatever liquor to add to it. But you don't need to and you can simply enjoy it by itself. I love myself a Shirley Temple as well every once in a while.
0: You know what sometimes I'll do is if I feel like I want wine but I don't actually want to drink that night... I will do kombucha in a wine glass. Oh, that's cool. So I get the feel. Yeah. uh, But I don't have, you know, the alcohol actually in my diet for that day.
1: Or you can do what we sometimes do and you do just a little bit of wine and then fill up the rest of your glass with LaCroix. You've got a little spritzer and that's delicious too. (laughs) We talked about doing
0: that for this. Yeah. But we wanted a true wine Wednesday.
1: Yeah. So tonight we're going to stick with the wine in
0: our hands. Thank you for providing the rosé tonight, Kat. Of course. Now, we hope you all enjoy your Wednesday, wine-themed or not, and we will see you back here for our next episode. Cheers. Cheers!